Most everyone enjoys a good story, don't they? We love a story that can hold our attention and keep us on the edge of our seat in anticipation is w and, and for what is coming next. And many people love telling good stories as well, and they are masters of the tale. But there is a storyteller that we should always watch out for. We should be ready to quickly end the story and bring it to a close. There may be some who are listening to me and they're one of the people who bring this type of story. One who loves to talk about others behind their backs. To tell tales. To embellish the truth. To make the story more exciting or more astonishing than it really is. And these people are known as gossips. They tell lies and do all they can to make others look bad and in hopes that it makes them look good. But the truth is, is most people are aware that you're a gossip already if you are one who gossips. And you're already someone that they do not trust. A gossip causes trouble. The gossip causes division and causes strife. We want to make sure that we're doing everything we can in our lives to avoid gossip. Gossip is something that can easily penetrate us and we can run with a story without knowing all the facts. In fact, sometimes we shouldn't be saying anything at all if we haven't had the person's permission to speak the things that are being said. The person who is gossiping is quick to harm someone else for their own simple pleasure of creating webs of lies and deceit for their own wicked purposes. But brothers and sisters, we must remain on guard because each one here is capable of spreading gossip. Sometimes something we hear, have heard or something that we saw causes something in our heart to suddenly desire to share something that we just should not share. Or to speak something that was spoken to you in confidence and trust. And if we choose to gossip, we risk destroying the relationship that we have with the person who shared with us the troubles that they're going through or a trial or a struggle. We risk destroying our relationship with our friend. Let us take a moment and go to James chapter 3. See, the most common form of sin for the human race is through the things that we say and not as much the things that we do. We often create more trouble for ourselves and others by what we say. When we speak, we can bring great joy to someone, or we can bring them great harm. The tongue really is a double-edged sword, isn't it? God even said through Paul that the tongue speaks cursings 
and blessings all from the same mouth. Let us take a moment and look at James chapter 3 and beginning in verse 2. James chapter 3 and beginning in verse 2. We all stumble in many ways. If anyone is never at fault in what he says, he is a perfect man, able to keep his whole body in check. That's a pretty powerful statement, isn't it? That if we can keep in check what we say, we can keep our entire body in check. As I was walking through Walmart with my wife yesterday, there were a couple of times that my irritation level was up here. And we all know those times when we get in a hurry or this or that is happening and all of a sudden something happens and your irritation level goes up. And I wanted to say something. I just wanted to blurt out what I was thinking at that moment. But you know, later I was glad that I held my tongue. Because anything that I would have said would have not benefited anyone. In fact, if anything, it would have harmed. It would have harmed the pleasant day that Jen and I were having together as we were getting ready for our children to come over for a visit later on that day. It is amazing how many times we say something when the best thing we can do is stop speaking. To not say anything at all. How many times have you said something and wished you didn't? I know that there are times that I have even bit my tongue and not said something and said, well, I'm going to talk about this later. And then as I evaluated what I was saying and the thing that was really irritating me, I found out, you know what, this isn't even worth talking about at all. I was just being selfish in that moment. I wasn't really worrying about what somebody else thought or their opinion. I was worried about how it was affecting me. And really, at Walmart yesterday, those moments that I felt that irritation and wanted to say something, I wanted to say something because I was affected. It wasn't affecting anybody else around me. And most of the time, we will realize we were being selfish or centered only on what we were frustrated about. And frankly, most of these frustrations are unwarranted anyhow. So let us return to verse 3 in James chapter 3. When we put bits in the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Such a small bit turns the whole animal. Or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered with a very small rudder. Wherever the pilot wants to go, the boat will go by the turning of this rudder. Consider what great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue is also a fire. A world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole person. The tongue corrupts the whole person. Sets the whole course of his life on fire. 
and itself set on fire by hell. Look at all of these things that are controlled by a small device. The horse is controlled by a small bit. The ship by a small rudder. And a great forest is caught on fire by a small spark. And something as small as the tongue in our mouth can create so many problems in our life, can it? It is amazing the damage and destruction we can do in our lives and the lives of others around us by the things that we say using our tongue. Let us return to verse 7. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and creatures of the sea are being tamed and have been tamed by man. But look at this. No man can tame the tongue. It is a relentless evil full of deadly poison. No man can bring the tongue under control. It is full of deadly poison. That tells me right there we always should be cautious about what we say. That each one of us are vulnerable to being venomous towards someone else in our life by the things that we say. And not one of us here are free from that. We all have that same danger. With the tongue, we praise our Lord and Father. And with it, we curse men. Who have, made, who have been made in the God, likeness of God, and out of the same mouth comes praise and cursing. My brothers, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. Let us take a moment and go to Proverbs chapter 18. Proverbs chapter 18. As I stated earlier, our tongue really is a double-edged sword that needs to be kept in check. And aside from Christ being in us, and aside from a personal relationship with God, and aside from Him working in and through us, we will never learn to tame our tongue. Without the power of God working in us, it is impossible to control the tongue. It is only by Christ working through us that we can begin to tame the tongue. It is only by His strength that we have any chance of keeping what we say in check. And still, this side of heaven, we will fail and fall short. After all, verse 2 reminds us that if we are never at fault with what we say, we are a perfect person and can keep the whole body in check. But when we do fail, we must come to the cross and confess it to the Lord. 
He will forgive us and continue the work that He began in us. We always must remember that it's not salvation and the cross of Christ is not just for the lost. We as believers need the cross every day. We come to the Lord and ask Him to forgive us, to cleanse us of our sins, and to make us righteous in Him. And it is only by and in and through Christ and what He did at the cross and His work at the cross that we are righteous and found righteous. Let us take a moment and go to Proverbs chapter 18 and beginning in verse 8. Proverbs 18, 8 says this, The words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to a man's inmost parts. Lies spread quickly, and gossip and lies travel fast. And when gossip is spread, it gets further and further from the truth. The truth that was originally told by the person that told you the story, and then spread the story on. Gossip hurts the person that is being lied about. Everything we say must be the truth. But we should never participate in gossip. Though we say what is true, we must remember that everything that is true is not something that we necessarily should be sharing. Just because we know something to be true doesn't mean we should share it with other people. And this even includes prayer requests. I know many times somebody's came to me with a prayer request and wanted me to pray for them. And when I want to share something with the congregation and ask, hey, can I share, I always ask, can I share this with the congregation so we can pray about this together as the body of Christ? When someone is asking us to pray for them, they're asking us to pray for them, not necessarily us and the entire congregation. They're asking us as an individual. And we should just never assume that they have given us the liberty to tell others about it. We should always ask, is it all right if I share this with a friend so we can pray together? And let that person decide. Do you want to be remembered for life? Or do you want to be remembered because you've created death and hurt in somebody? Who does gossip hurt? It hurts the person that shared with you in confidence. It hurts you if you spoke about it without the person's permission. And it also hurts the person that you're telling. Because if they don't stop you from gossiping, they're participating in the gossip. So it's important that we really examine what we're saying to other people and why do we want to say the things that we say. Are we saying to other people the things that we're saying because we have a genuine care? Or are we saying it because, can you believe this? Look at all of these things that I just found out. 
Let us take a moment and go to Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 28. Proverbs 16, verse 28. A perverse man stirs up dissension, and a gossip separates close friends. When something is said in confidence, it is imperative to keep that matter in confidence. It should never be spread to others because it is not the desire of the individual that they are talked about, that are being, is being talked about. The things that they shared with you, they shared in confidence. And when someone trusts you and you do not keep their confidence, it destroys your relationship with them and it hurts them and it ultimately hurts you as well. It hurts the listener to hear gossip as well. Let us take a moment and look at Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 4. The listener is one that is harmed by gossip also. Proverbs 17.4 says this, A wicked man listens to evil lips. A liar pays attention to a malicious tongue. We need to turn away from a gossip. And we also, in our own lives, need to turn away from gossip and do not listen to someone who is sharing gossip. When a gossip is talking to you, be careful because they're going to leave you and now they're going to talk about you. If you permit gossip, you promote gossip. It hurts the speaker of gossip. See, if someone is talking about somebody else, well, hey, hold on a second. Let's call them and bring them in here so they can be part of this conversation too. That'll shut the conversation down pretty quick, won't it? It'll shut it down real fast. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 25, beginning in verse 9. Proverbs 25 and verse 9. If you argue your case with a neighbor, do not betray another man's confidence, or he who hears it may shame you, and you will never lose your bad reputation. It takes a lifetime to build a good relationship, doesn't it? We work hard to build those relationships. But you know, when we gossip, it only takes a moment to destroy it. And our reputation of being a truth speaker and a child of God can be destroyed by the words that flow from our mouth. God wants us to have a good reputation. So how do we stop gossip? First off, guard your ears. Whenever you sense a person is telling you information about another person, you can stop it by asking one question. Why are you telling me this? This will stop a gossip in their tracks. Maybe the person did not even ask themselves that question and could cause them to ask, yeah, why am I saying the things that I'm saying? you might help them 
stop and protect them from harming their relationships. Remember, if we will listen to gossip, we promote gossip. Have you had the opportunity to ask a person about this? You see, if we want somebody to know something about something we heard, we should always ask the person who told us for permission to share and let them know the purpose behind us wanting to share. Let us take a moment now and go to Matthew chapter 18 and verse 15. Matthew chapter 18 and verse 15. If your brother sins against you, go and show him his fault. Just between the two of you. If he listens to you, you have won your brother over. But if he will not listen, take one or two others along, so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. Isn't that what we're doing if we have a brother or a sister who starts to gossip and we ask them the question, why are you telling me this? Aren't we trying to protect them from sinning against their brother? Aren't we trying to protect them from doing something that's going to cause harm to them and their relationships? And then also, aren't we protecting ourselves by stopping the gossip so we don't hear it as well? You see, if the person gives you permission to pass on the information, then it's not gossip. They may need prayer, and it can be a time of prayer for the individual. Proverbs 20 and verse 19 says this, A gossip betrays a confidence, so avoid a man who talks too much. See, the more we talk, the greater our chance of sin by all the talking that we're doing. The greater our chance of sin because of all of our talking. Sometimes the best thing we can do is just close our mouth and not say anything. And each one of us has probably experienced a time in our life where we look back and say, you know what, I should have just kept my mouth shut. In Proverbs 21, 23 says this, He who guards his mouth and his tongue keeps himself from calamity. I often think that this is a good question that we should ask ourselves if we want to share information that was shared with us in confidence. Would I want someone to share similar information about me? If your answer to this question is no, then don't say anything. Don't tell what you're about to tell. And Luke 6.31 says this, Do to others as you would have them do to you. So the words that we speak are words that flow from our hearts. It is not our mouths that are the problem. 
It is our sin-stained hearts that's the problem. We speak what comes from our heart. Those are the things that we speak, what flows from our heart. And what starts in our heart flows out of our mouths. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. People who gossip put other people down so they may appear better. But the gospel proclaims that we are all weak while God is strong. And we can only find our strength in Him. And when we realize who we are and whose we are, it begins to change our heart. In my weakness, God is strong. And we tend to point out the weaknesses of others so that we can lift ourselves up higher. We are all weak. It is God who is strong. Because being a child of God does not make us better than anybody else. It simply makes me and you blessed. Let us speak truth into people's lives. I want the words that come out of my mouth to be good things that lift people up. So why is it so natural for us to be critical towards other people? Instead of us being critical, let's make a positive effort to think positive and be encouraging to people rather than being critical of them. Any one of us in this room can find reasons to be critical, bam, just like that. But you know, when we take a moment and think, how can I be encouraging and uplifting to somebody? When we can do that, our hearts are beginning to change and God is working in us in a new way. What is wrong with saying at the beginning of the day and asking at the beginning of the day, asking God to guard our mouth? What's wrong with that? Because that is a key thing that if we can learn to guard our mouths, that we can keep our whole body in check. Because God said through Paul that he who says nothing wrong is a perfect person. So we know we have work to do yet. We know that. But if you can't say something good about somebody, don't say it at all. And we definitely need to pray on a daily basis for God to guard our tongue and to help us. Because out of the abundance of the heart, we know that the mouth speaks. So in closing, we must realize that we are lights in this world of darkness. Everything that we do and say is seen and it is evaluated by the world. What do you want the world to see and hear when they see you and look at you? Do you want them to see Christ in you? Or do you want them to see a reflection of themselves in you? God has called us into this world with a mission of sharing the gospel message, which is the good news. 
And this message demonstrates God's great love for them. And when we are being a gossip, we are not sharing the message of Christ with anybody. God has great concern for every soul. After all, He died for the sins of everyone. We are Christ's ambassadors on this earth. We want to let the truth of the gospel shine in all that we do every day. Even in our failures and sin, we want the world to see Christ's forgiveness and grace that has been bestowed on each one of us. So that they will see Christ and want to come to the cross and begin their journey of salvation in Christ. We must preach daily Christ crucified. We must depend on Jesus to lead our paths and to keep them straight. Because without God keeping our path straight, we're not going to have a straight path. He is our refuge and He is our strength. And we must depend on Him and depend on His wisdom and instruction and avoid being caught up in webs of deceit and avoiding gossip in our life. Rather, what we need to do is let the word of truth be spoken with our mouths. From the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Let us pray. Gracious Father, we come before you again today, Lord. And Father, we're just so thankful for your word and the things that you teach us, Lord. And Father, we have learned today how corrupt the tongue is, Lord, and how from our hearts our mouths speak, Lord. And Father, we just ask you that you would work in and through each one of us, that you would continue on a daily basis to change our hearts, Lord, and to make us more like you. And Father, that where we would not like things like gossip, and that we would do all that we can to avoid them. And Father, when we hear someone sharing something that shouldn't be shared, that we would ask the simple question, why are you sharing this with me? Father, that we would do our part to avoid gossip. And Father, we just ask that you continue to work through us and that you would keep our mouths in check, Lord, and keep the words that we say in check. For we know, Lord, that all good things come from you. And Father, for us to be able to do this will be a good thing, and we ask that of you. And Father, we just ask that you continue to demonstrate your great love through each one of us this week. And we ask all of this in the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.